Welcome to another episode of Stay Paid. I'm Joshua Stike along with Luke Acree. And our guest today is actually a return guest. Yes. He was on the podcast 107 <laughs> episodes ago. You are so wow. good at math. We just, that we was just quick pulled math. I'm impressed. <laughs> right before we got on the, the podcast recording, Ariel said he was episode 196 and this is episode 301. His name's Cody Askins, Luke. <laughs> It was episode one. It was 194, not 196. That's what I was going to say. And I was like, wait a second. You're you're not good at math. Yikes. I am horrible at math. (laughs) Anyways, Cody Askins, this is a great episode. And why I like this is we're going to dive into YouTube, right? And we never really have had a guest that's dived into YouTube. And he's talked to us. super tactical way. Yeah, meaning he has 50,000 plus subscribers. But he's a real, it's not like he's an influencer guy that went viral or anything. He has organically grown his YouTube, putting out helpful content. It's very applicable, and we're actually going to use a ton of the tips that we learned today on our YouTube channel. Absolutely. But before we bring him on, we'd love it if you take a minute to subscribe to Stay Paid on Apple Podcasts or Spotify if you're not already subscribed. And while you're there, drop us a review to let us know how how we're doing, and we'll read it on the show. This review, featured review, comes from Tamira. She says, success-driven, five stars, great podcast, very inspiring guests, and the hosts, Luke and Josh, are funny. Oh, wow. We're funny. It's probably the dad jokes. It is the dad jokes. Good lessons from multi-million dollar business leaders. I take notes to keep up with what is happening for my future business goals. So thank you so much, Tamira, for leaving that review on Apple Podcast. And now let's get into this week's interview. This is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business. All right. Today, we have a return guest. His name is Cody Askins. He's the founder of 8% Nation, CEO of Cody Askins, LLC, co-owner of Secure Agent Marketing, speaker, entrepreneur, and author of Zero to Six Figure. Strap in, everybody. This is a long bio because in addition to all of that, Cody's also created a YouTube channel, which has amassed over 50,000 subscribers, as well as owns and operates six companies, totaling more than 10 million in annual revenue. Cody, welcome back to the podcast. Dude, thank you, buddy. Appreciate that. I'm excited to be back. This is one of my favorite podcasts of all time. You guys are so much fun. Your audience is killing it. I love it. Someone clip that up. That is an ad right there that we need to run (laughs) on YouTube. We're going to talk about YouTube and how to grow YouTube, YouTube, but that could be a great YouTube ad. I will also say, guys, Cody's episode on cold calling. If you haven't listened to it, go back, listen to it. It's actually one of, if not our most popular podcast episode right now. This is where Ariel starts to sweat because you're going to say, what episode number was that? You're going to turn to me and say, hey, Ariel, what episode number was that? I'm supposed to just snow. Come on, Ariel. (laughs) Yeah, she'll find out. But um, Cody, uh, one of the things that I will tell you guys about Cody is his energy is just unbelievable. So I follow Cody on Instagram and then have had the privilege of seeing him at conferences and being part of his conference as kind of like a partner and sponsor and just the energy. Mm -hmm. And it really is a testament. I want to encourage everybody. It's a testament that you got to step out there in faith. You got to put it out there in the world. You got to have the energy and massive action to back it up. Because this guy's putting on one of the best, if not the best insurance conferences, soon to be entrepreneur conferences out there in 8% Nation and all the other stuff you're doing. So with that, Cody, I just had to share that with the audience because I really, really, truly believe that. Can you talk to us a little bit about YouTube? Because what I'm really excited to pick your brain about is we don't normally get a lot of people that come on that have amassed a YouTube subscribing base and have grown a YouTube channel and really grown it. Like you have actual yes. real listeners and real viewers, everything like that. Can you walk us through kind of how you've gone about that journey and what that's doing for your business? 
Dude, it's crazy. I really believe there's two, the two top ways to build a big time personal brand, right? One is YouTube. Uh, and then a second is events, right? Mm-hmm. And we are going all in on both those things. So I mean, yeah, I would love to talk about YouTube. I, I can talk about YouTube for, for days. I'll even give some real stats. So I'm gonna kick it off some real stats. I'll look at my YouTube studio and give you some real stats. I love that. Okay. Um, so the last 28 days, we have had 24,000 hours of watch time. Jeez. We've had 328,000 views and I'm um, close. I'm not giving you the decimals and all that, but yeah. um, about 24 to 2,500 new subscribers. And then we've also been paid about eight grand the last 28 days from YouTube Dang. monetization as well. Yeah. Seriously, man. Yeah. Congrats. That yeah. is amazing. Thanks, buddy. Well, and, but compared to like a, a Grant Cardone channel who's getting like 30,000 new subs a month, it's nothing, but you know, it's growing quick though. It's, it's the one I love about YouTube is it's, it's, it's a brand snowball, mm-hmm. right? Like you get the snowball started and it just freaking compounds and grows. And before you know it, you wake up six, almost six years later. Cause we started December of 2015, December 29th of 2015. So I put, put up my first video in this gray sweater, in this squeaky chair with my perfect notes and my phone on the shelf. And I remember it like it was yesterday. And now, and I thought, dude, that was an amazing video. I'm the greatest person on video ever. And now, now people play it at conferences now as a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Because they show like the transformation and I look back and I'm about to run up on stage to go speak at like SWAT or anywhere else. And they're playing that stupid clip of that first video. And I'm like, not again, please don't show me that again. So what type of content are you producing on YouTube? Give the uh, listeners kind of an idea of, of what they can expect there. And then how often are you posting? You're posting clips every single day. Yeah, at least five times a week, okay. five to seven times a week. Okay. Uh, we, we, ne- we have a rule where we don't go two days in a row without dropping a video at mm-hmm. all. So if we drop one on a Friday, we've got to at least drop one on a Sunday, right? Um, I, th- I think we've had, literally, we've got a podcast dropping in 52 minutes. And we've had three videos this week already. So yeah, okay. well, I mean, we'll, we'll, hit, we'll hit probably six videos this week. Um, but I mean, the, 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 the main thing that people... Like anyone can grow a massive YouTube channel, period. Especially when they continue to listen to this podcast and they get all the nuggets because I actually paid. There's a guy that has a a YouTube channel with 3 million subscribers and over a million subscribers, like multiple seven figure channels. And I paid him for YouTube coaching, Mm -hmm. right? That's what a lot lot of people don't do. It's like, dude, you want something in life, find who has it and go pay them to know what they know, right? It ain't rocket science. Golden nugget right there, man. That yeah. That is, again, it, though, is a testament of believing like, hey, I'm going to take the risk and execute on what they do. I think a lot of people don't pay because they they know they're not going to follow through. They know they're not going to execute. Yeah, that's the number one thing with YouTube is, is, dude, anybody can have something big, but you have to continue. You have to persist. People are going to make fun of you. People are going to call you a scam. And I'm like, I don't even know. If I'm running a scam, I'm the worst scam artist in the world, right? Because um, <laughs> I'm not they're, making they're any gonna, money. <laughs> dude, in the, I could pull up YouTube comments right now. And literally the same the same video. One will say, dude, this is the best video I've ever seen. It, I, I was about to quit and your content changed my life. And the next content will be, dude, I, I don't know if this dude is on cocaine or he's, he's allergies or he touches his belt too much. I hate this guy. Yep. And I'm like, how can we go from one extreme to the other? <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> so Crazy. where's where's the audience coming from then? Like, are you one of those people that gets into the YouTube algorithms and kind of getting really deep into how to get found, how to get suggested? Or are you seeing most of your audience coming from your other sources? Like you said, your conferences, people see you at the conference and they start following YouTube. 
Yeah, they're normally coming from one or two areas. One, our previous videos. So uh, we get a lot of video viewers that end up subscribing to our channel because of that, okay. right? Because really what you want on YouTube is you want watch time because watch time is really important because the more watch time you have, have guess what? YouTube has time to put ads on your video. Well, mm -hmm. YouTube likes to monetize stuff. So that's mm -hmm. pretty important. It also, that's why we don't, we don't, we don't put out videos under like under eight minutes, by the way. Interesting. Because, okay. Yeah. So we never put under, under videos under eight, eight minutes because it's just not a lot of time for you to put uh, uh, ads on it. Also too, you want watch time, but you also want to be shown and suggested, right? So if someone's on like desktop and they're looking at one video and it starts recommending these other videos on the right, you want to be in one of those. So I first was found because I was putting out a lot of content. People weren't finding my videos. They were watching similar videos from people that were doing well. And then I was showing up on the right and then they would start clicking it. And then they'd be like, ah, this, I hate this guy or this guy is not bad. And then they would start watching more. Right. And so it ended up just kind of like snowballing into now we've got, I think like Dylan, like what, 1800 videos or something out now over six Jeez. years. That's crazy. Yeah. So then walk um, us through. So that was a great um, nugget right there. If you don't put less than eight minutes, do you do shorts? Are you taking advantage of YouTube shorts yet? I'm, ac I'm actually not. Yeah. We, we haven't seen that it's uh, worth doing yet. So we haven't put any time into it. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. We're, we're, we started doing YouTube shorts. We're seeing it a little bit pay off for us just so the audience knows. Like um, we don't yeah. have a very successful YouTube channel. I'm not saying that to knock us, but it's something we've sure. been interested in going, okay, how do we, you know, learn this more and how do we invest more? Cause most of our listeners are through either Spotify or Apple podcasts and stuff like that. Um, yeah. But we're seeing shorts a little bit. You're saying eight minutes or more is what you're doing. You're doing five times a week. Um, where's the importance in your mind? Is it the thumbnail card that people look at? Is it the title? Um, have you guys gotten into anything with the YouTube tags and, and everything there? We use something called TubeBuddy right now. Yeah, uh, I don't know if yep. you've heard of TubeBuddy. Yep. There's TubeBuddy. There's BitIQ. Yep. They'll give you SEO scores on your videos, which is really important. The, 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 uh, the tags are important. But really, the two main things that we focus on the most are thumbnail and title. Okay. So for example, here's a big nugget for somebody. Like I've got people that pay me for YouTube consulting. And if they, if they knew I shared this specific, simple nugget, they'd be frustrated. But that's all right. That's why you listen to Stay Paid. Exactly. Okay? Amen. I like this. We're getting the golden nuggets okay. here, baby. <laughs> uh, you know what's funny is most people put up a video and they'll be like, um, my dog ate my shoe, October 27th, 2021, right? Or whatever, right? They give it some dumb title or, you know, here's why businesses, I love being in business, you know, just like a generic title, yeah. right? So tell me, tell me, for too many people do that. A lot of times, and it's hard now when you have 2000, almost 2000 videos out, but what we do the very well and anybody is capable of doing is we go find a video that's already done crazy well. Mm -hmm. And we do the exact same title. But we just put our own spin on it. Why is it important? Because someone already, people already care about that video. The title's already doing well. It's getting searched. Maybe we can siphon some of that traffic. So I'll give you a real time example. So if the, if, if the viewers uh, that are listening go to, if they can, if they can multitask and do this, but if you go to, if you go to how to sell life insurance on YouTube, right? Because a lot of our, a lot of our subscribers are in the insurance industry. Not all of them, but a lot of business stuff. Yep. My wife and I, my wife and I are not buying a go-kart track with nine acres. We bought the storage facility behind us. Like we're talking we're, about, we're going to talk about that, dude. We're going to talk about you buying okay. the go-kart track because I, I want to okay. know why you did that. But anyways, keep going. I, I still don't know. I still don't know. But yeah. we'll, see. <laughs> well, so if, what's funny is if you were, if you search how to sell life insurance, there's a video I got to find it real quick. There's a video by Tristom from seven years ago 
that has, let me see if I can see it, 909,000 views. Okay. Okay. 909,000 views seven years ago. Well, you had to scroll down a little bit to find it. Sometimes it shows up at the first, sometimes it doesn't. Right. But I saw that and it says, How to sell life insurance dash amazing in all caps with an exclamation point. Right. So I'm like, Dylan, why aren't we doing that video? So guess what? I have a video. It's the first one to show up on my phone. I don't know if it's everybody else's. Yeah, I just tested it. You're the first two results when searching that phrase on YouTube. How to sell life insurance dash amazing in all caps. 64,000 views in a year. Well, it's <laughs> a brilliant. Why dude. did I? And it's the exact same title. The word amazing is in all caps and has an exclamation <laughs> point. Like, I'm sorry to Tristom, but the dude paved the way yeah. for me to put up a video and for me to steal some of his traffic ethically, I've got my own content. I, sure. I, what's funny is I, I, I didn't even watch his video. I don't even know. I don't know what he said. I don't know if it's great. I don't know if it sucks. All I know is his title did amazing. That is so good, man. What a great golden nugget there. You know, it yeah. makes sense too, because before Facebook, there was MySpace. Before MySpace, Friends. Zanga, Zanga, Zanga. Do you remember Zanga? Do you guys remember Zanga? I, remember I thought that Zanga. was like a water thick. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm. And I thought it was don't like they a make those mobile games. And then Friendster, Napster. No, Napster was music. Napster was music. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, the analogy made sense in my head before I said it. But well, I, I think you guys are older than me, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, Josh, you know you're I'm definitely older. older. You know, no. <laughs> how old are you, Luke, Cody? Luke, how old Cody, are you? I'm 33. Okay, I'm 31. They're not dude, that much 31. <laughs> Dang, dude. Unbelievable. Six businesses, 31. All right, so uh, thumbnail, the imagery. Here's a yeah. question for you. It's a selfish question for myself. Do you go clickbait, wild imagery? You see that works the most? Or do you go, yep. um, I don't know how to say it, beautiful imagery? Or just like, hey, just it's a real picture of you know what it is. Yeah, well, I'll go to Reminder Media's YouTube as an example. Right? Yes. I'm looking at it right now. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm subscribing as everybody should. Oh, thank okay. you. I appreciate that. Um, Love it. Right. Um, Give us some help. So, critique it. Well, dude, I mean, if you look at the thumbnail. Yeah. Um, also, a mistake people make is like the video from two days ago. It says 295 dash something. I don't know if that's the 295th episode. Yeah, or like that's what, probably what it is. Yeah. Nobody knows what that means, right? Mm -hmm. So. Technically, it's irrelevant, mm -hmm. right? If you are going to put it, put it at the end. Yeah, right. Yep. So for so for also too, if you're scrolling through mobile, do do any of those make you want to stop and click? Right. Think about it. Like if you look at all the thumbnails on this on on, on Reminder Media's YouTube channel right now, right? And I'm picking on them because no, I'm hanging out with them. I could pick on anybody else, but but I could pick on a lot of my old videos too. If you go to mine now. It's, I really believe in the simplest way is I believe it should be as much, as much headshot as you can get mm. with a face, with a facial expression. You need to be able to see the whites of the eyes when you can. It needs to be a clean background typically, and it needs to be big freaking text with like a few words, right? Like, th like three or four words typically, if I can do it. So the most recent one, um, like so, some of these have like, well, for example, there's one, yeah, here's one with Pete Fournier, my buddy Pete, right in the middle. It talks about how this agent sold one hundred and seven, one hundred fifteen thousand dollars of life insurance in one month. Yeah. Well, he sold one hundred fifteen thousand five hundred eighty-two dollars in one month with a big smile. 
yeah. that gets people's yeah. attention, yep. right? So, so from a thumbnail standpoint, we don't always nail it. Like uh, we, there's been a couple of videos recently where the title and the thumbnail just didn't hit right because they only got like a thousand views in a few days. But I can tell you the one of the most important parts is big text. It, it, it could be part of the title or it could be something totally different, right? So that how to sell life insurance, amazing. Um, it could be like how to sell life insurance. It could be life insurance agents, right? It, but it needs to be something that resonates with the audience that's going to get their attention. Now, that's so good. It's interesting because YouTube obviously is a search platform. And when I think about how I use YouTube, I, I'm usually use, using it either for entertainment, I want to be entertained, or I'm looking up how to do something. I'm, I'm trying to learn, basically. So those are like the two ways I, as a consumer, use YouTube. Yes. Do you well, think about that? Yeah, YouTube, is a, YouTube is a how-to platform. Right. You think about LinkedIn, it's more of a who. Right. YouTube is a how to. So if you want to learn anything, people go to YouTube. So I, I like it for YouTube, but, we, but but majority of our subscribers are like newer struggling agents. Well, why is that the case? Because they are wanting to learn something. There's a lot of people that are more successful. They just don't think they need to learn something, even though maybe they do. It's so true. Most of our subscribers just stay paid are, are newer in the business, in their industries, whether it's real estate, financial services, insurance uh, services. We do yes. have obviously a lot of veterans that listen to it, but it's it's interesting to see that. And it's because that thirst for knowledge is there, is they want to learn. Do you find in your titles you should have how to's. I'm probably getting a little granular here, but do you find that how to do something we have found just for us is mm -hmm. when we tend to put uh, numbers in our videos, like closed a million in GCI or, you know, something yep. like you just did with the made 115,000 or whatever it was in a, in, you know, a month, those tend to do better and I think yes. it's that clickbait factor of, hey, everybody wants to make a million dollars, right? So they're yes. going to gonna click on it. Do you find any correlation in your titles or anything like that? Oh, t totally. Yeah. Anything money related. We, we do a lot of like how to make six figures, yeah. um, you know, how this agent sold $70,000 in eight days, you know, yeah. like, or one of our most popular ones were, were with my buddy Marlon, who actually my Zoom was titled him when I jumped on, I don't know why. Um, but his, 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 his interview was how to go from homeless to $100,000 per month. I love that. That's pretty attractive. Yeah, that's pretty right? powerful. Yeah, it's the transformation story. How does this apply? Like if you're a real estate agent listening to this, well, there's so many how-tos in your industry. There's so many people, yeah. whether it's investors, it's people buying their first home, it's people wanting to understand interest rates. There's so many ways, the same, like what Cody's doing yes. for his business, Reminder Media is trying to do for our business. You got to do the same for yours. You're, you're still dealing with the same consumers. Consumers tend to be Correct. the same. The, the widget yeah. maybe changes, but the consumer is kind of the same. Yeah. So, I mean, if they're going after consumers, you could be, it could be something about, um, how to buy your first home. I don't know something, right. I would search under what, what you think you want to do videos on. And then I would find stuff that's done really well. So Graham Stephan, yeah, he's got a big audience, but it's still a great video. His first video is how to buy a home in 2021, the step-by-step -step tutorial. It's got almost a million views in two years. Yeah. I would do the same title and say whatever you want. Boom. Yeah. A lot of times too, it's not even the, it's not even the content. It's not even the content. Like people over analyze the content of what they're going to say and how they're going to say it. If nobody clicks on the video, it doesn't matter. Who cares? <laughs> mm. Right. Yeah. So good, man. All right. So, you know, with YouTube, 
there's other avenues to drive traffic traffic to your YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, events is one of a is a big one for you. I want to talk about that. But before we go to events, can you ads. talk? Say say that again. Ads. Ads. That's what I wanted. Yeah, I wanted to ask if there's other ways you're doing it. So paid advertising you're seeing. Yeah. So we we run YouTube ads to people that have seen our videos previously. That's where having a lot of videos helps because you can target video viewers and then get them to subscribe. And I can get subscribers a lot of times for like. I don't know if this. I don't know if this is still accurate. I bet it's pretty accurate. It was a few months ago. We were getting we were getting people to click from the ad into our YouTube channel. We don't drive them outside the channel. We just drive them straight to the channel, mm-hmm. so they stay in the platform. And we were getting clicks for like ninety cents. Wow. Um, to where people are going straight into the channel. Uh, so a lot of times too, you can target certain keywords, or you can target video viewers. So everybody that's viewed your videos, like you, you you'll have some videos that have done pretty well, where you've got one that had like I think ninety five thousand views or something. Yeah, I think right? it's and, Andy Dan Carter. Maybe I can't remember. I think yeah, he, yeah. you know, he has a huge following. He has like two hundred eighty five thousand followers on his Instagram. Boom. So he I think drove up some of that. I think he shared it through his platform or whatever. Um, as oh, well, that's smart. Feed. Yeah, but um. I guess my question is there. That's really smart. Targeting your... It's like, it's like retargeting, but targeting the people Correct. who have watched your videos with your other videos. That's really, really good. We actually just interviewed yeah. a real estate agent who's a rock star down in Florida. And she does a basically video series. She has a YouTube channel. Her name's Candace Becker. You guys can... Uh, or Candace Decker, sorry. Uh, you guys can check out her YouTube. But she basically interviews restaurant owners and goes in and reviews the local restaurants as a real estate agent because she's trying to connect the community and all that jazz. And I mean, she has a couple thousand views on these videos and stuff. It's pretty impressive. But retargeting awesome. the people who have watched, I mean, what a way to stay, keep your branding top of mind. Yeah, super smart. Do you want a larger presence on social media? Of course you do, because that's where your audience is. Check out Reminder Media's newest product, Branded Posts, specially designed to increase your presence on social media without increasing your effort. Choose from thousands of already written blog posts on topics your clients care about, like real estate, travel, and recipes. And the best part is, these are branded with your photo and contact information and ready to be shared. Plus, every two weeks, we'll send to your list of contacts a personally branded email newsletter filled with recipes, stories, and ideas that they will love to get. Visit ReminderMedia.com slash posts to see our newest digital product and start dominating your social media. That's ReminderMedia.com slash posts. Take action on this today. So paid ads, what else do you guys do? Do you drive traffic to YouTube through webinars, through um, email marketing? So a lot of times what's happening is people are, people are watching our videos. We're trying to get them to subscribe. Then when they're subscribing, a lot of times they end up in our email list through our website or you know a funnel or something, right? Give away a book, an ebook. Like a lot of times we use the top right of our YouTube header as a lead magnet. And there were days where we were, we were I think we changed it now, but there were days where we were getting like 20 leads a day of people buying, downloading eBooks straight from our YouTube channel, right? That's like, so a you can great use, idea. Yes, yeah, so you can do stuff like that where you actually give away a free eBook. Um, and our, our eBook is like, the number one thing people struggle with is working leads in the internet industry. They just, people are lazy and you know, whatever. So how to, cl- how, how to, how to, how to work and close insurance leads. That was a title of an ebook, right? So it's like five pages. We put it up, we put the link in the header of the YouTube channel and then they click that and they put name, email, phone. 
and then they download the ebook immediately and we send it to them. And so we use that as a, as a way to get them in. But a lot of times too, we use webinars to take online traffic on uh, webinars, events, zoom meetings, whatever, right. W- briefings, et cetera. We're, we're using online traffic and we're using webinars and all that kind of stuff to, to get them offline. What I mean by that is we want them to, yes, they're in our email list. Yes. They're watching our YouTube. Yes. They're doing this. Yes. They're following me on Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn or wherever we use events to get them to raise their hand and say, guess what? Your title really struck a nerve with me and got my attention. And I want to sign up to learn more about that. Well, then they learn more. Then they jump into the platform. I jump on, I bring some energy, I bring some nuggets, I tell some stories, whatever. I kind of prime them and talk about all the other stuff we do. And hey, oh, by the way, if you knew that I could help you double your income the next year, who would be interested in learning more about that? Let me know in chat right now, right? So that kind of stuff. And we take that online traffic offline into our sales team, into our ecosystem, um, simply by leveraging YouTube, et cetera, and then promoting them into some type of, of event. Maybe it's free or 37 bucks or whatever. Love that. Well, the key always is how do you get these conversations? Literally, I call it face-to-face, but offline. Like, how do you get them to where you right. can actually have a real conversation? So I love that. You're actually driving from YouTube and stuff to webinars to obviously these abilities to have phone calls with these people. Yes. Yes. So, I mean, for example, um, I, I wanted to prove to our sales team that our webinar leads were, were good. And I was in Atlanta out of town. Wait, wait, your sales team was complaining about leads. I have the same problem, man. I have the same freaking, there's no (laughs) bad leads people. Exactly. So (laughs) after the webinar, I had people raise their hand. I just wrote down their names and then I made one dial and shot a few texts when I was on my way to the airport in the back of a, uh, a driver taking back of a suburban driver taking me to the airport and closed 21 grand in like a couple hours. Jeez. And I'm like, yeah, I guess those leads suck. Don't they? It's like, <laughs> and, and it was from a webinar with like 50 people on it. And like eight people said, Hey, I want to learn more about what you're talking about. You know? Yeah. Webinars, I still think are an untapped market um, in like the real estate insurance financial space. I think White Glove is proving this out. White Glove's a great company, you know, obviously of them too. Yes. Um, but they do webinars for financial advisors and other businesses. And um, they shifted during the pandemic to do webinars and they're having great success with that. I just think like as a real estate agent right now or insurance agent, I mean, you could literally do a webinar on the number one asked question yeah. in your industry. Like what's the number one question that people have right now at the end of the year, you know, post-COVID, in your industry and just run an ad on Facebook to get a bunch of registrants for that. And then, you know, obviously require their phone number so you can call them afterwards. Yep. Um, I mean, one of the strategies we're doing right now to get our sales team additional leads, because we're trying to grow our sales team a little bit and we're adding more people is we're getting, we have a, we we get a bunch of stuff traffic anyway from our YouTube channel, but we're, we're, we're using Facebook ads and downloading a free ebook and we're getting leads for like three or four bucks right now that are actually raising their hands saying, I would like that. Right. And, yeah, that's I'm like, I'll, I'll take as many of those as I can get. Yeah, that that is great. It is that item of value when you guys, when you're running Facebook ads, you got to give them something. So like one ad that we're running right now is a list of properties, right? So it's just amazing. People want to see, mm. hey, you want to know all the homes that are, I have a special list for you of all the homes that are $500,000 right now in your market. Want to see it. And then they, people want to see that list. And now you know, well, they're yes. interested in properties that are $500,000 yes. and you can follow up with them in a call. All right. So talk to us about 8%, man. You've taken 8% on the road. So 8% is your event that you 
you know, have created, right? It's really a movement that you're creating within the insurance industry. And I think it's going to yeah. grow. But talk to us a little bit about that, how you form that, why you're taking it on the road and why you think it's so big for building a brand. Dude, it's so crazy. I mean, I get asked to speak. I'm going to speak probably, uh, I don't even know, 100 times in the next year, um, either virtually or in person. And yeah, a, lot, so a good portion of my own stuff, right? But I'm invited to speak to other stuff too. And that's only because, like you think about it, 37 month, 38 months ago, I had never spoke before. Jeez. Well, you put on an event, people see you speak, the event grows, you speak more, and then people think you're a speaker, right? Well, I'm not really that great of a speaker yet. You know, like <laughs> I want, I, I want to be, I'm committed. I watch all my speeches I ever do to learn and critique myself. But dude, like doing an event, if you ever want to be a speaker or get on stages, et cetera, like doing your own events, people will view you as a speaker even before you're actually a speaker, right? That's probably true with a lot of stuff. Yeah, that's life, such but, a golden nugget. That's a good principle. So I, I love the event. I'm committed to scaling it to 10,000 in the next 36 months. Okay. At which, which reminder media will be, be a big part we will. of, by we the way. will be there. Right. Um, and I can tell you that I whiteboarded out recently. I said, how does this thing go from a thousand to 10,000 in 36 months? And I said, and everybody should play this game, by the way, I put on a whiteboard and I said, hypothetically, if money wasn't an option, what wasn't in, 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 in the way anything was possible, perfect world, whatever, what would we do? What would move the needle in a big way? So I started whiteboarding. I started asking people too. One of them was the roadshow. I said, dude, there's a lot of people that don't come to the event because they're blaming, you know, the, the, the timing or having to travel or money or whatever. If we go to them, it'll introduce us to a lot of other groups. We can upsell tickets to the main event. And guess what? People will get a taste of the ice cream, if you will, as my buddy Bert says, and then they will want the real thing, mm. right? So that was a big idea. The second was we need, we need more salespeople, right? So we can sell more tickets. That's an easy one. Mm-hmm. We also need more group tickets. So now we've leveraged the VIP section is only for groups. And I'm, we're, I'm, we're going we're gonna to sell a couple thousand group tickets this year, for sure, right? <sighs> Hands down. That's going to fill a lot of seats, right? Because we're going to 2,500 in 2022. We're also, I also need to spend more money on marketing. I've always been told, my buddy Landon, who's my business partner on the marketing company, he always, he's always said, you need to spend half of your ticket revenue in ads. Whatever you think you're going to want to do in ticket revenue and tickets, you need to spend half as much in ads. I've, wow. I've, I've actually, I've still never done that. That's a big concept. That's a big idea, right? Yeah, that is. And then the fifth one was we need even bigger speakers, right? So we got, and we need to just pile on that. So we had a great speaker lineup this year. Best ever been. I was going to say think, your speaker lineup was stellar, dude. Thank you. But I think it can get better, right? Well, are so, you bringing in, are you bringing in Ed Milet? Yes. I freaking love Ed Milet. So I'm going to have yes. to go to that conference. I'm going to have to work the booth again and sneak off and watch Ed Milet. <laughs> yes. And Cody, so, you know. Dude, it was good. To, it was good to have you there too. So, so Ed Milet um, is our first speaker in 2022, July, 2022. And we're even in negotiations with Shaq because Shaq would be a hilarious, awesome interview, yeah. super entertaining. Awesome. And then he'll come and DJ the party, right? That's an experience. <laughs> Right. That's an, can you imagine like being at this event and then Shaq walks out to DJ a party? Yeah. Like, that that's just on a whole nother sick. level. So, so, so how do you make m- money? And what I mean by that is like, you know, dude, you're going all out when you're bringing in speakers like that. I mean, what does an Ed Milet cost? 50 grand? 
You know, yeah. he's, he's some, 50. Exactly. Is yeah. he really? Yeah. And, and Sha- Shaq's like 150. Yeah. Oh, whew. yeah. So th- what I love about that, right, is just I just love your tenacity, your confidence and have watched you over the years do this. And just mm-hmm. the amount of like, um, I don't know, like uh, confidence, persistence, I guess is the word I'm looking for. The persistence you have to have when you've got to feel all these these doubters and all these people yeah. looking at you going, you're crazy, man. How are you like yeah. you're losing money? How are you going <laughs> to gain it? Walk me through like how do you overcome that? What's the big yeah. vision for it? Why do you think it's going to pay off? That's tough, by the way. That's a great question because the first year, I remember my sponsor, my first sponsor gave me a check for 10 grand and they said, call me when you get the check. I got the check. I got it in my hands. It came in the mail and I called them. They said, if this doesn't, if this conference doesn't actually happen, will we get our money back? (laughs) I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? Doesn't happen. I'm spending half a million bucks. Are you insane? Right? So but that, that's just normal. I mean, people thought I had lost my mind. We were doing it in the club area at Nissan Stadium. I can tell you, nobody's made as many mistakes at an event that I know of as we have. <laughs> like we've made so many mistakes. We we are we, we're we're getting we're getting better at this. But man, we're just willing to take a lot of risk, make a lot of mistakes, and and the, now we have confidence in taking big risk, big mistakes, only because we finally figured out how to break even on the front end. Nice. And make a bunch of money during the event for all of our companies and all of our partners, Yep, you know? So, and I'm a testament to that guys. Like our company went out there. We signed up 103 new accounts on the floor, like literally at the event, which for an event is insane. And especially an event with a thousand. Those aren't leads. Those are people. No, that's people pulling out their credit card and signing up for our. That's epic. You you should do a booth training before the next day. I mean, I I wasn't going to mention it, but you mentioned, I mean, it might've been the talent that was there working the booth. I don't know, Josh, what do you think? (laughs) How is it not? Right. Now, well, Andrew Sachs, our, our VP of financial service, he definitely would say it was the talent there, but no, but it was, it was, that guy is awesome, by the way, man, his follow-up, his attention to detail. I really, I really like that guy. Super impressive. Yeah. Everybody who meets Andrew, just they comment. His follow-up is just unbelievable. His relationship yeah. building. He's one of the best in the games. We got blessed with him. He just, you know, showed up, um, came. He was in the financial services arena, came and just right time, right place, right time. Uh, we got yeah. blessed. It was, yeah. it was awesome. So, okay. So you're obviously taking 8% on the road. You're growing it. You're gonna, It's going to be a huge, massive conference. What's next for Cody Askins? Why the go-kart? <laughs> so that's my wife. So okay. she, 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 she felt like we didn't have enough going on and she wanted her own, you know, thing to like grow and have something fun for like families and kids and all that kind of stuff. So, um, she, it came for sale, nine acres, go-kart track, um, putt-putt course, batting cages, 1.5 million bucks. And we bought it. And <laughs> I thought she was crazy, by the way. I'm like, but, but then I remembered, Hey, you've kind of been crazy along the way too. Yep. You've had, you've, you've asked your wife to go through some freaking craziness and spend tons of money that we didn't have and take all these massive risks. If she wants to buy the go-kart track, just let her buy the go-kart track. I love you know? it. Hey man, yeah. you gotta be crazy to know crazy. I love that's it. That's true. So you're That's buying true. insurance agencies as well, aren't you? Yes. So we're in the middle of closing on five different locations that are PNC agencies right now. Okay. Um, I've, I've even got other people that want to like join in and like buy into acquisitions with us. Okay. So I've got, a, I've got my dad and then a buddy, Matt Evans, who's doing that with me. Um, and we've got, I mean, I, I want to eventually 
I mean, I write down every single morning that I want like dozens of companies, not including all the agencies, by the way, I could see us having hundreds of actual companies yep. doing, o- doing over a billion dollars a year in revenue. Dude, right? like, I love it, man. I, I don't know where I'm thinking bigger than I ever have. And I don't know where it's coming from, but, but I also, my buddy Roger makes fun of me. He's like, dude, you never had anything like, you've never actually been punched in the gut. So you think everything just works out great. And I'm like, dude, most of the time I'm scared to death. I just persist until it gets good, you know? Yeah. And it's and a lot of it's how you look at it. A lot of it is yeah. truly how you look at it. You either look at it as a problem or you look at it as an opportunity. I mean, yes. that's just the truth. Yes. I, I love that. What I love about you doing the insurance agency thing, Sue, is you're the real deal, man. You're a practitioner. I mean, I know you came from that industry, right? So you're a real closer yes. in that industry, but being able to build, the businesses that you teach in when you speak. I mean, that's the real stuff. So I love that. Thanks, All right. So tell us, man, if you could uh, give us a piece of advice for the audience, right? Knowing what you know now, since the last time we interviewed you, what piece of advice would you give all these entrepreneurs out there that they need to really Ooh. focus on headed into 2022? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I really think a lot, I mean, I, I, I can think of several ideas, but I really think a lot of people can accomplish a lot more in a short amount of time than we realize. Like Elon Musk, his, 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 he, he tries to accomplish a 10-year goal every six months, <laughs> right? Like it's insane. So I, I, I'm, I'm constantly pushing our team. Like for example, we're, we're, we're going to sell over 150, actually sell more than 150 tickets to a little roadshow event. We, we may reach 175, 180 tickets sold to a local roadshow in Orlando. It's like a local event where we're, we're doing 10 of those. When you think about that, that's 1500 to 2000 people over nine months, 10 cities. What does that translate into the main conference by doing that? That's going to translate into a lot of extra people. We've never done that. I could see us eventually big thinking. I could see us eventually doing 50 states, 50 cities, 50s of 50 events, in 50 days and traveling via jet to all of them. Yeah, man, you could have a whole platform of 8% where it's yeah. the 8% tribe that comes together, learning from one another, have their little yeah. state gatherings, and then they come together mm-hmm. for the 8% day. charters. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah that's, I can see it, man. I, I can see it. Don't stop. Don't stop. Keep pressing. Nah, thanks, buddy. Appreciate nah, you, Cody. Guys. Thanks so much for coming yeah. on the show. Before we do close out, let people know how they can connect with you. Find more about what you're doing over there at Eight Percent. Yes. So YouTube channel Cody Askins. Uh, I, I would say I'm most active on Instagram at Cody Askins A S K I N S, uh, and then we put up stuff like nonstop about everything we got going on. So. And if I can help anybody at any point, uh, you know, happy to do it. I just love what we're doing. And I walk, I walk in, I mean, real quick, I walk into the office every day and some, a lot of times I'm walking around and I'm like, man, how blessed and lucky and fortunate are we Mm. with everything we got going on? Like it it all grew faster than I expected. I'm average at best. I've just got a lot of amazing people around me that are, that are awesome from Mm. a team standpoint, great business partners, sick video guy, you know, like all these people who just make me look better than I really am. And that's really the message for business owners. It's like, dude, if you're the best in your office, that's a problem. Huge, right? Mm. Huge problem. you, You want other people that are better than you are at every single thing they do. So I finally got out of the way. I was in control. I, I want to do everything. I want my hands on everything. And I finally just said, well, why don't we just have an amazing team? And I stopped acting like I'm all that, you know, mm. and it's, it's, it's translated into a lot of cool stuff. Dude, I love that. Yeah, great advice. Thanks so much for coming back on the show. Giving us those free 
tips on YouTube. Yeah, we're going to take advantage of some of those, man. That's that's some really good stuff. A lot of golden nuggets. Thank you all so much for listening. Dive deeper into this episode. Get those links that Cody mentioned. You can head on over to statepaidpodcast.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, please head over to Apple Podcast. Drop us a five-star review along with a comment to let us know what you thought about this show. And the best way to show your support is to share this episode with a friend. If you want to get hold of me or Luke, you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com. And of course, you can find us on Instagram. We are at Stay Paid Podcast. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, I'm Luke Acre. What a great episode. One, for inspiration, but also for the tactics, especially when it comes to YouTube. Here's my challenge for you. All of you got to be on video. You know it. I know it. If you go, just Google right now, web traffic, right? And you're going to see these stats that 80 plus percent, if not higher, is coming through video now. You've got to be on video. You can do that on your own YouTube channel. All the stuff that Cody's talking about, you can implement. But here's what I want you to do. Get out there, film your first video. And your first video should just be your intro video of who you are, your why, what you're about, what this channel is going to be about. Take action on that. Repurpose that on your Instagram channel. Repurpose it on your Facebook channel. It's content for you. And commit to doing something every week where you're putting out video. It's going to spread your brand. It's going to bring more traffic, which will ultimately bring more relationships and get you more deals. The difference between top producers and mediocre producers is top producers don't just listen. They take action. Take action on that today. 